everyone, and welcome to The Chat, a podcast where we talk about all things Chatham. I am Abby Murphy. I'm with the Chatham County Public Information Office, and today we have Nicholas Beard back there and Catherine Glasby that are behind the scenes recording right now. We're um, here, yeah. I'm giving <laughs> Catherine some training back here behind the camera, uh, but we are here. I like learning to be the Wizard of Oz. <laughs> <laughs> And today we have um, Alexia Ann with um, the Chatham County Recycling Center. Can you tell us a little bit more more about yourself and what you do? Um, I am the outreach uh, and education coordinator for the Chatham County Recycling Center. So Mm -hmm. it functions um, actually as a resource conservation and education center, as well as a recycling drop-off center. So um, something that's really, really important because, um, you know, recycling is based on markets and markets change. Mm -hmm. Um, It's always good to to have your recycling information updated as often as possible, Um, especially when you live in a community that is just so in flux as as Savannah is. We've got a lot of folks that are tied to the military. We've Mm -hmm. got a lot of college students. And so we have people that are coming in from different areas of the country with a different understanding of what's recyclable and what isn't. And so that's what we really help to clear up um, inside the conservation center We also open up our doors to uh, folks that want to talk about vermiculture, composting, anyone that has um, any kind of important information to give about sustainability. um, We like to invite them in to give classes and courses and sessions. Um, (laughs) The the center... um, the center actually wears many hats. I know there are a lot of people out there who think, you know, that they they wear a lot of hats, but the center itself wears a lot of hats. Um, It is also a, um, an art gallery Mm -hmm. for uh, local artists who use um, reused or upcycled works in their pieces. So that's been tremendously successful so far. We've had a lot of local artists come in and and um, and have shows and exhibits and even sell some of their some of their wares. Oh, so yeah, so it's it's a really great opportunity to educate and also to um, kind of showcase what else you can do with recycling um, and reuse. Oh, wonderful. So um, where are you located? What is the location of the Recycling Center? We are located at 1321 Eisenhower. So it's a it's a pretty prime spot. It's mm-hmm. very, very close to the DMV. Mm-hmm. It's um, right across the street from South Coast Medical. Mm-hmm. Um, and we are open Tuesday through Saturday, 8.30 a.m. until 5 p.m. Okay. And um, I know that y'all got you guys are a little bit easier to find because now you'll have an outdoor art sculpture display. We do, yes, <laughs> we do. <laughs> and that came, I you know, that was a decision that was made um, by our operations manager um, David Nash, and he had been working on that for a while, and just so glad that that um, the funding for that came through and that, you know, we finally decided to do that because it's been garnering a lot of attention mm-hmm. for the center and for, um, you know, the artist who is who is on display right now, who is Matt Tool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, well, so what are some of the things that people can drop off at the recycling center? Because I know you don't 
there, there are different things that are accepted and you have certain rules um, to make sure that you have the cleanest recycling. Sure. Contamination is a huge issue in um, recycling and that's why there's a need for um, education, education, education. Right now at the Recycling Center, we accept um, plastics number one and, and two. Mm-hmm. And if you're not familiar with what that is, you know, plastics um, uh, are uh, itemized or categorized into seven um, different resin numbers. And it's not necessarily that all plastics are recyclable. It's just those numbers represent the chemical components with which those plastics mm-hmm. were made. And plastics number one and two are usually the ones that are the most marketable, right? The ones that the companies and processors want to take the most. For instance, we have um, we have some really great uh, manufacturers here in Georgia, uh, Shaw and Mohawk, who take plastic bottles, mm-hmm. grind them up, and um, weave them into fiber, and then weave them into carpet. Oh, wow. So a lot of the carpet that you see in industrial areas or, or large buildings is actually made out of your plastic bottles. Very cool. That and that cool. happens right here in Georgia. Oh, I had no idea. Um, yeah, very, very cool. Um, we take cardboard. We take steel cans. We take aluminum. We take uh, newspaper. Mm-hmm. Um We'll take uh, refrigerators, uh, any kind of what we call white goods Mm -hmm. or appliances. Mm -hmm. Uh, We also take computers. Um, We'll take motor oil. We will also take vegetable oil. (laughs) We try to take as much as possible glasses, um, shoes. And just very recently, we have a pilot program going on I'm very excited about because it's for styrofoam. Wow. Yeah, which is a very, very difficult uh, material to recycle. It's usually not recyclable. But we have a processor in town who's been very intentional about wanting to uh, recycle styrofoam and finding Mm -hmm. markets for it. So um, we just set up um, the intake last week. And so it's really, we're just trying to see the logistics. How often are they going to come pick up? How often are they going to come need to come pick up? Mm-hmm. Um, and of course, this is just packing styrofoam. We want to keep okay. the contaminants out. We don't want cups or plates or anything like that. Um, just because that that food waste contaminates the styrofoam, makes it more difficult to process. Um, but yeah, we're very excited about that new development. That's huge. It is. Mm-hmm. And we, it's just, I, I've been here... For 14 years, and we've never been able to accept styrofoam that I know of. Yeah. Um, and even where the, the places where I've lived before, it's just it's because it's such a difficult material to get a large amount of because mm-hmm. tonnage is everything in recycling. And, and styrofoam so, weighs almost nothing. Um, weighs almost nothing. That's mm-hmm. right. So it's usually not really worth it for processors. So this is a uh, this is actually pretty huge for us. Yeah. Um, we're excited. So um, you said it's a pilot program. Now, can anyone come and drop off the packaging, uh, like the styrofoam packaging, or do they need to call in advance to let you know since it is a pilot program? Um, I think right now we are just letting folks come as they will. Okay. Um, if it gets to a point where it's going to get overwhelming, I'm sure we'll we'll try to find alternatives for that. Um, but yeah, there's you don't necessarily need to call beforehand. Okay. Um, well, and speaking of packaging, and um, it makes me think about how the holidays around the corner. Mm-hmm. People are doing their Amazon deliveries. There's going to be a ton of styrofoam packaging potentially with people ordering gifts or going shopping. Um, but a lot of people want to know how maybe they can have a more sustainable holiday. Yeah. Um, so what are some some tips there and wh- how can they utilize um, the recycling center? 
Well, you know, I think the most important tip when it comes to having a sustainable holiday is just really think about whether or not the person that you are gifting to um, would appreciate a, a kind gesture um, something that is maybe personalized, um, mm -hmm. for them rather than something material, because often I think you get to a point where, um, if something is like, if, you know, if somebody writes you a poem or a story or, yeah. you know, makes you something, um, that becomes much more meaningful than, you know, the latest, you know, XYZ bracelet from XYZ, yeah. you know, um, jewelry company. That being said, um, you know, if you, if you are doing gift giving in the traditional sense, um, a way that you can, um, avoid some of the wasteful packaging because often, um, uh, wrapping paper is mm -hmm. not recyclable Oh, okay. Mm -hmm, because yeah. of the waxy and the, the, the waxy and sort of laminate, um, material mm -hmm. on, um, uh, on that paper. So what you're going to want to do is maybe use some cloth, mm -hmm. uh, maybe newspaper, um, you know, if you want to personalize it with a child, if there's a child in your family who likes to color, maybe have them sit down and, you know, um, color over, uh, use, you know, coloring pages that they've colored on, um, those different types of things using twine, mm -hmm. sort of giving it that old, you know, timey feel. Okay. Is good. Well, and what about like, uh, cause I've used in the past like parcel paper cause it's that brown paper. Mm -hmm. Was that something that can be recycled? Absolutely. Okay. And that, yeah. Anything that tears with, mm -hmm. without much resistant, you're, you're going to be good to go. It's sort of a tear okay. test because you're looking for those little fibers and what happens with the plastic and alumina or plastic and laminate on those on that paper is it makes it more difficult to get to that fiber. So, so I would imagine if you are wanting your child to decorate something, maybe not color it with a crayon because you mentioned the wax. Would it be better to use like marker? Or Absolutely, okay. I'm glad you brought that up. Yes, don't don't use crayons. <laughs> <laughs> you definitely want to use markers. I'm glad you said something. Yeah. yeah. Um. Well, so. And in terms of decor, is there a way to have some more sustainable decorations around your house during the holidays? Any ideas for that? Sure. Um, you know, I know that folks like the smell of, of fresh pine and, mm -hmm. they, and you know, folks love their, their uh, Christmas trees every year. And if that's a tradition, you know... Um, I would just, you know, if, if, if we're talking sustainability, I would look into getting, you know, a, um, a, um, a plastic tree mm -hmm. that you can keep for years and years and years and years and years. Um, and I would say the same thing about garland mm -hmm. and, and things like that, just things that you can reuse year after year. Mm -hmm. Also those things become really important. I, Cause I remember, you know, I noticed in childhood memories, um, thinking about, Christmas at my grandmother's house, there were certain decorations that she brought out every year that mm -hmm. I attributed to Christmas and that feeling of warmth mm -hmm. um, and family and togetherness. Mm -hmm. And when you think about, you know, um, decorations in those terms of, as being sort of these signifiers of um, of happiness, happy times mm -hmm. in your family, um, it becomes good that you reuse them. Okay. Well, that's so, great. Yeah. Um, and do you guys notice a lot of volume and uh, or increase in the amount of people coming to recycle after the holidays? Absolutely, we do. Yeah, that's a great yeah. sign. Yes, yeah, yeah. and uh, you know, around and of course not just with um, household recycling, but with um, vegetable oil because of you know all of the mm -hmm. cooking that happens. And yeah, we do. We really do get an influx um, in those in the in those times. Okay, and so if you mentioned that. Um, 
that you offer some educational programs and I know you have different workshops. Do you have anything coming up soon that you'd like to let people know about? Sure. On January 30th, we are teaming up with Consumer Credit Counseling Services of the Savannah area. Um, and we're, we're talking about um, it, the title of the um, of the session is Be Green, Save Green. And so um, we're talking about how um, reduction and reuse mm-hmm. really helps with financial saving. Yeah. Um, and, and going into depth about that, like starting your own garden and how much money you how much money exactly you can save mm-hmm. by planting your own garden, you using your own compost as opposed to, you know, going out and shopping for, you know, vegetables and, and fruits and things like that. And um, you know, reusing uh, items of clothing, going mm-hmm. to Goodwill as opposed to um uh, you know, big box stores, mm-hmm. things like that. Um, those are very helpful things to keep in mind um, when you're trying to cut down on your spending. So environmentalism and economics and like home economics mm-hmm. are very closely intertwined. And we really talk about that in these sessions. So that's coming up on January 30th. Great. Uh, and every month we have a, um, since September, we've had a putting recycling rumors to rest Mm -hmm. session. And that's been very helpful because, um, you know, if you notice online, if you, if you keep up a Facebook page or a um, social media page, I'm sure, Mm -hmm. you know, the way that we do at the center, you notice that um, that's where the misnomers really come out. You know, that's That's where the misunderstandings really, it's, I had no, it's like, you have no idea that there are folks out there that think that you're the one that recycles this stuff, yes, right? Yes. That you're not just a collection point, that you also recycle it and make and manufacture the goods. You know, whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah. <laughs> we got to do some education here. Yeah. So um, we have one um, coming up. We, we're not doing December, but we're going to be having one coming up in January as well. But that's to be announced. We just had one this past Saturday. So... Oh, well, great. Yeah, yeah. Um, I know it can be a bit confusing talking about a topic of recycling, especially as you mentioned that the markets change a lot. So sometimes what you can accept will change as yes. a result. Yes. Um, and so I think it's important for people to realize that. Yes, absolutely. And, you know, um, and know that that um, it, it really has a lot to do with, 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 with reduction and reuse. When you're mm-hmm. trying to be a, a good, sustainable citizen, that there's not very much control that you have as an individual over recycling. Mm-hmm. Um, yet it's it's the it's the topic out of the three R's that people seem to be most impassioned about. Mm-hmm. And I always find that interesting because you have more control over whether or not you decide to purchase something to begin with or reuse something mm-hmm. than whether or not um, you know your plastic number five gets recycled. Mm-hmm. So that's a good point because um, it is. The first two R's are the reduce and the reuse, and then recycles last. And they're in that order. Yeah. 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 Recycling is just part of the equation. Mm -hmm. Um, And so we we also try to to talk, you know, to stress that at the center as well. It's wonderful that that we want to recycle, um, but we have to maintain that, you know, maintain in mind that that recycling is a business. Just like any other business, if there's not a market for something, it's generally not going to be purchased and then not going to be recycled. So we don't have that much direct control mm-hmm. over those markets, but we do have control over our consumer habits and over our reuse habits. And that can be very empowering mm-hmm. if we choose to exercise that those aspects. Mm-hmm. Well, and I think that goes back to trying to have a more sustainable holiday. You can use those yeah. practices there. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
So, well, is there anything else you'd like to to share with us or talk about happening at the recycling center? Just that, you know, um, a lot of times, um, you know, we do get questions about how to um, how to reuse and reduce. And I can tell you that the best person to talk to about reduction and reuse in your life is is anyone that came from the greatest generation, Mm -hmm. your grandparents, um, your great aunts, your great uncles. Um, you know, if you want to know how to be sustainable, talk to your grandma. <laughs> she probably wants you to call her anyway. So yeah. <laughs> that's a very good point. <laughs> um, well, Nick or Catherine, do y'all have any questions? Um, I was wondering, and I know that you all ask people to, I guess, separate their, I'm back here, man. <laughs> I know you ask people to separate their recyclables before they bring them to the center. Mm-hmm. Um, can you touch on uh, why that's important for people that don't understand? Because like I live out not in Chatham County and we just have a recycling bin and we don't have to separate it. But what's the important importance behind people bringing those recyclables to you and having it sorted out before they bring it to you. Nick, you bring up a really good question. You know, there's two different types of uh, municipal recycling. There's single stream recycling, which is where everything goes into one bin and then goes to what's called a materials recovery facility and then gets separated there. Mm -hmm. And then there's source separated recycling. And that's what we have at Chatham County at our drop off um, location. And those items generally have more value um, because all of the contaminants have been separated. So there's more of a chance that they're not going to get thrown out. They're not going to get landfilled because um, there is, there's just just less contaminants in them. Okay. Mm -hmm. Awesome. I'm good. I've learned a lot today, Ian, um, and what you guys do. And, and I thought I kind of knew what the recycle center does and you know, what you took and everything, but I, I learned a lot today. Um, so thank you for that. Um, I Thanks know for that we're going to, we're going to have you as probably a pretty regular guest on this program. Uh, so you'll be, you'll be asked back pretty soon. Great. Well, thank and, you. And I do want to say y'all do a wonderful job and provide some of the best customer service in town. I really do think so. And you make well, recycling Abby, you so had a, easy. <laughs> you had a lot to do with that tradition too. So Abby actually used to to work in the recycling center as well. And she had, she had a lot to do with starting that tradition of customer service first. And it really does show in the way that um, the folks that come in respond to our, um, our recyclers outside. Mm-hmm. It really is just, it's kind of a magical relationship really. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's so. wonderful because they're they're taking the time out of their day to to sort and to bring the recycling. So it's obviously it's obvious that um, we have a lot of community community members that are super passionate yeah. about being sustainable and trying to do the right thing for our planet. Right, and I think that our our, our folks, our our staff, understand that at the mm-hmm. center, and um, you know, really just welcome them with open arms. And a lot of times, folks don't even have to get out of their cars mm-hmm. to do recycling because our because our staff will you know, open the doors and, and get the recycling and they only, they don't really have to lift a finger other than driving through. So it's pretty convenient. Yeah. Well, so if, um, if anyone wants to find out about the events you're having, they just visit your Facebook page. Sure. Yes. We are going to be having a a really great, uh, event coming up on January 4th, uh, starting at, um, 1130 AM at 1321 Eisenhower. It's called the Phoenix Festival. But you can find all about the Phoenix Festival um, by going to uh, ChathamCountyRecycles.org or just going to our Facebook page. Awesome. 
Well, thank you so much for joining us today. It was wonderful to have you here, and I know we'll have you again. Right, um, thanks for having me. <laughs> well, that's it for today on The Chat. Join us next time.